Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage, where I head up to Kowloon Bay for a tour around the Yutung China Works, which has been a Hong Kong company since 1928, so 90 years, and is the last one in Hong Kong to do hand-painted porcelain on the premises. The company's porcelain and story is also part of an exhibition at the Hong Kong Heritage Museum called Golden Splendors, 20th Century Painted Porcelain of Hong Kong, which is on show until March the 18th. I joined Joseph Joe and his wife Ruby Yip Joe for a chat at the Yutung China Works in Kowloon Bay. When you come to a factory, you will see there's a lot of porcelain display everywhere. Just look like a porcelain mountain. <laughs> so that we make use of every inch to, to keep the stock. So but, you have to be very careful when you're walking around. Oh, don't worry, but most of our customers are very careful. Yeah. <laughs> now we have many visitors from Japan. They are either living in Hong Kong or maybe from Japan or from China. Every day they, they are into verbal introduction. <laughs> so that they like to come here, they're interested in our hand-painted porcelain. Yeah, so is it all hand-painted or some of it? Yeah, in fact, all the decorations are done by hand. But in my grandfather's old days, before 1960, the detail of the design and color application is all by hand. But because now, at that time, lots of demand from overseas, especially when we supply many porcelain to the department store in America or the importers in, in Europe, they have big demand because by hand decoration, the porcelain is rather slow and also very expensive. <laughs> that was my father invented the method of stamping. So first of all, we draw the outline of every pattern and then make the rubber stamp and stamp the outline onto the porcelain and then fill in the color by hand brushing. Step by step, so every process is also operated by hand. We moved from other factory to this site in 1987. At that time, we have over 30 painters. You can see every table all, all sitting with the, the painter, but now all of them getting old or retired. Only two senior painters working now. So I'm talking to Joseph Cho here in, in the workshops, absolutely stacked full of, of plates, of vases, of things to put condiments in. We're literally surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands, of items here. Stacks of sauces, stacks of plates, all in beautiful colours. So this started in 1928? In fact, my grandfather started the business in 1928 because at that time Hong Kong is land of good fortune because in that period after the Qing Dynasty, the Chinese government, uh, what we call the Zhonghua Mengo, Cantonese and Zhonghua Mengo period, the civil war, lots of chaotic war in China. So that many wealthy China or the, the painter or trade the fit to Hong Kong. And my grandfather found that the foreigner, they are very interested in the porcelain items. So that although he is not a painter, but he is a good businessman. So he just uh, invites the, the senior painters from Guangzhou to start the business in Hong Kong. <laughs> so our school of porcelain painting is called the uh, uh, Canton Decorated Porcelain because we are all originally from Guangzhou, Canton. Uh, so when he set it up in 1928, and with it, tell me first of all, what was your grandfather's name? My grandfather, the name is called Chou Lui Chou. Then my father is the second generation. My father came to help my 
grandfather in 1954. So he lived on the mainland before that? So, in fact, our family all lived in Kongzhou before, but my grandfather stayed in Hong Kong since 1928 and never returned to China. And when they were doing the porcelain, did they fire up the porcelain before they painted it, or was the porcelain provided by another firm? Yeah, that's true. In fact, yeah, we Hong Kong don't make any porcelain brand. What we call the plain white porcelain. Although later in the Castle Pier or in the, in the Twin Moon area, in between 1950 to 60, there are lots of porcelain factories. But they are only working for the kind of decorated porcelain. So that we import the white porcelain plates, uh, the dinner service, from different parts of China, majorly from Jin Dezhen. <laughs> so there's a porcelain from our center. But uh, due to the Korean War, America to have the first trade tension on China, so they have an embargo policy, not allowing any Chinese porcelain or any Chinese product to export to America. So the Hong Kong is a lucky land because Hong Kong at the time is a colony. So we have to import the white porcelain from Japan after the Second World War. So that we make use of the porcelain and do a decoration in Hong Kong. So that you can, you can find that there's a best stamp on every item saying made in Japan or later we call Japanese porcelain hand decorated in Hong Kong. So that we all export this kind of porcelain with the stem to America market and to Europe since 1950 to 1972, after Deng Xiaoping, the Prime Minister, <laughs> have built up the better relationship with the US. <laughs> have you always been in this particular premises or have you moved around in Hong Kong? Oh, we have I mean, we're in, we're in Kowloon Bay at the moment. Oh, in fact, we moved, we, our factory moved several times. Before the Second World War, our factory was firstly located in Kowloon City, near the airport. Then after the war, we built a new factory in Kowloon Jai like the city university area, or below the line road. And then later we were, the government need the land for the new road, so they moved our factory to Tai Wo Peng, or at Long Chang Road, in 1958 till 1987. We stayed there for 30 years. And then... Because it must be quite an operation to move all this, or do you have a big sale beforehand so oh. you don't have to pack up so many boxes? Oh, oh this, is a, this is a big hard job. <laughs> we move all the stock for over one month. Yes. <laughs> so every day we have 10 lorries <laughs> to move the, the, yeah. the goods to here and to other warehouses. And so where did your grandfather first come from? What town? Also from Kongzhou. Right, right, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. So we are all Cantonese. Yeah. In fact, all the trade all come from Kongzhou. In fact, this kind of hand decorated porcelain, the cannot decorated porcelain, have 300 years of history. Because during the middle part of the Qing Dynasty, in 1730, at that time is the most prosperous period of the Qing Dynasty. Then China, the Qing Emperor, only opened one port for to allow the foreign trade. So that they have one port policy. This is the first. The Seawood City, Canton, to allow all the European country, like uh, the first country came is the Portuguese, Holland, and then later is England, France, Sweden, Germany, and then later America. So all come to trade with China. They all come to Canton for China trade, to develop China market. So at that time, porcelain is one of the major exported merchandise. It's very popular. So at that time, all the porcelain were majorly made in different parts of China city, in Jinzhen or the other area. But because the foreigner came, they want to make a special order for dinner service or maybe for special family request item or special design. They make special order to make. But if this all production in China, inland, 
the traffic is very troublesome. Not easy to go to and fro. It takes uh, about more than three months to half year to have the new order ready. Oh goodness, that's a that's a long lead time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because at that time the vessel came to China by marine the trade because so so that they can only wait for half year, wait for the the monsoon back to Europe or to America. So they can not wait such a long time. So the smart Chinese merchant they employ the painter in. Other cities in Jinnan come to Kongzhou, so uh, also in for the white porcelain to teach the clan on these people to do this kind of hand decorated porcelain and to meet the urgent demand of the overseas foreigner. Because yes, it was amazing, wasn't it? That sort of chinoiserie and that kind of style became incredibly popular. Chinese porcelain generally became incredibly popular in the West. So yes, that would have been a great thing to export. We rely totally on the workmanship of the painter. Most of them were trained during my grandfather's period, but now no newcomers. Because yeah. the young men, they don't have such a patience. But also, they can easily find a good job, a better job, more comfortable job outside. They cannot sit here to repeat the same work for eight hours every day. <laughs> Although there are many young people like to come to learn the technique of painting, but they learn it as a hobby, yes. not as a career. <laughs> I mean, with your three generations, do you just run the place or do you enjoy painting yourself? My grandfather didn't know the painting. He's just a major for management. But come to my father, also we, he doesn't paint. He, but he takes care of the technical, the, the firing and the color mixing. And also at that time, my factory in Taiwan Ping is not like a village. We are over 10,000 square feet uh, area. And where's that? Where's the village? The entire Wapeng. Look like village. In fact, uh, we have over 70 workers and our family living together, <laughs> like a small town <laughs> inside the factory. So they, we live like a big family. You can see now that senior painter also, they learned the skill in that, in that period. Since 1970, they have been working here over 40 years. Oh, wow. So you've got staff who've been here four decades. Yeah, in fact, all the staff are all over 30 to 40 years. We never find any person. Only when they, when they retire or they have a better care by their young generation so that they left the factory. But do you, as I say, personally, do you ever paint or that's not uh, what you do? I sometimes, my wife and I have to do some painting, uh-huh. but most of the design is from my idea because I deal with many foreigners, but overseas buyers, department store, they bring the new idea, yeah. uh, the new design, so to enrich our pattern. Also, so even though it's an old tradition and custom, it's, it's evolving all the time? Yeah, it's yeah. evolving. In fact, we have good big demand during 1970 to 1990s. Right now we're still working for many local celebrities or the VIP family or the Western family. When they have some discontinued type made by overseas famous oh. factory, then we will try to reproduce the pattern for them. Oh, that's great service. Yeah. So that that's why we can survive. We can able to do all kinds of decoration. Besides the hand decoration now, we also improve our painting by transfer paper painting. They call in France. They call decal. Ninety percent of the overseas porcelain factory all done the porcelain painting by transfer paper painting. That's why now many Japanese visitors came. They treasure our handwork. <laughs> Although the Japan make the best porcelain in, in the world, but all done by transfer paper. They their hand paint porcelain is very expensive.
How, how does it work then? The first step, we have the import the white porcelain, and then this is in the painter, they draw all the lines by free hand. It must have a very steady hand. Like so this, this older gentleman, he's actually painting on the bottom of a yeah. vase? So we make the trace oh, outline yeah. of the design, and then they have upper stem. Why we use the, this kind so of uh, the foam? Because yes. it can bend, bend on, on the tertiary, you can bend. So you've got actually what would look like when I'm doing the washing up, I would use something like that to scrub my pans. And and what what it is is sponge, but you've actually got the stencil yeah. of yeah, what the, like the no dragon, stencil, yeah. yeah, of the exactly. dragon. Yeah. And uh, so you married it. You married into yeah, all of this. Yeah. You don't believe that? <laughs> we, yeah. Well, yeah, congratulations. We, we have our anniversary in uh, January 18. Oh, well done. Yeah. And so, were you involved in porcelain before you got involved with the family? Yes, in fact, uh, porcelain is our language of our marriage. Uh -huh. Yeah, I was a merchandiser in American buying office. So my duty is to take care of the foreigners to buy uh, the merchandise for the department store in USA, such as Law & Taylor, J.R. Robinson, just like Hong Kong, the similar to Lang Carver, expensive department store. They can afford to buy uh, this hand-painted porcelain. And he is one of our suppliers. At that time, it's 1977. We start know each other in business. And I know him, and I come the first day, and he tell me the terms of the porcelain. Uh, because also I was a, a beginner also. So we have a lot of uh, chance to talk. And porcelain education. <laughs> yeah, porcelain, yeah, yeah. He is my teacher. <laughs> yeah. So much have very steady hands. Uh, also well mix the colour. If the colour too dilute or too sticky, they cannot stamp the outline well. So they need a very careful and good skill. So who is this artist? I mean, has he been with you for many years? Do you mean the stamping process? No, the gentleman here. The gentleman or the What's fella, his name, if you don't mind? This is Master Chen. He learned that this person painting in Canton. In the, factory. In, the, in the other factory first, before 1970. He served the apprenticeship there. Wow. And, but now fit to Hong Kong, where at that time, the Cultural Revolution. They're very hard living in China, so they're all many of these uh, the skillful painter, person painter come to Hong Kong. During the new China set up, some of our master teachers went back to Guangzhou to set up the porcelain painting factory with the government, with the city government. And then he was enrolled to train in that factory. So he's starting off with a perfect white, already glazed yeah. vase, yeah. using these stencils which are on, um, so he's adding blue and white down at the bottom, which he'll gradually build. Do you then have to, once you've hand-painted, do you then refire? Yeah, first of all, the colour we use is called the overglaze decoration. All the colour is called overglaze. So because we import the white porcelain, we already have the white grace on, on it and then put the design on top. So after decoration, after stamping, this lady now fill up the color step by step. So when the decoration is completed, we have to put in our kiln for firing for up to 800 degrees centigrade. 800 degrees? Yeah, yeah. for eight hours. Wow. And then you need uh, to cool down another eight hours. So do you have a kiln here? Yeah, you will see at the end of this row. Yeah. And you can see this uh, lady, she is doing the coloring. So after the stencil with colour, and then she is putting the colour on each stamping. So again, a very yeah. st steady hand, lots of patience. But for regular design, we can do it by stencil. But for some freehand design or custom design, then we have to do it whole piece by hand. 
then will be very expensive, maybe several thousand per piece. And it takes maybe two weeks to finish it. Now, what happens if her hand slips and she makes a mistake? Can she get rid of it? or? Clean with water. Water. Very quickly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This design very famous. This design comes from Lady Medley Host, the former governor Medley Host's wife. Now we have this pattern displayed, uh, exhibited in the Satin Heritage Museum. We call this the governor design or governor crest. This is originally the Chinese design, but, but 100 years ago, copied by the English Harold Gay Porcelain Factory. In 1975, Lady Mary Holtz gave me a broken piece of this plate. She liked this design to make a whole dinner service. So that we reproduced the pattern and later become very popular. Because these tea plates are also very nice. I mean, that the actual Lady Macklehose sort of design that you were provided with is, is lovely flowers, isn't it? Yeah. So we had a Chinese jacket. Or oh, it's Tintin. Tintin, this yeah, design this given to us was given to us 40 years ago. At the time, we know nothing about Tintin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's Tintin and Snowy the dog, and they're yeah. poking their heads yeah. out of a Chinese vase where they're probably yeah. hiding in it. I love this that you were in this very old heritage yeah. porcelain factory, and we're talking about, you know, French right. cartoons uh, that yeah. are on your plate. So yes. when people come through here, I mean, is this the actual... Can people come off the street to come and choose yeah, China yeah. here? This it, here. Yeah. So this it's is a welcome. shop environment in a way. Yeah, it's a factory and also a showroom and also welcome tourists to come. Oh, yeah. lovely. Uh, yeah. So the people came without appointment. They can come anytime yeah. during our working hours. So, I mean, just to say, you've got a whole load of blue and white vases and then the, the yellow... Uh, I love that old gold yellow imperial oh, yeah, colour. Yeah. It's real gold. It's real gold from um, Germany. It's, uh, it's uh, our um, special um, painting and it can last very, very long. So the golden trimming, they are a little bit expensive. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah. for the real gold. Yes. <laughs> yes, but what a treasure to have and the fact that it's hand-painted. So you can see many of our candle designs, they're all enriched with the gold color. So oh, the, yes. the, the inside, the white space, all filled up with the liquid gold, called like woven gold. Design. Woven gold, right. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be eating my cereals on there then. Uh, more for display. Eat, you can oh, you eat, can. You can eat uh, everything uh, except one is a uh, uh, vinegar. Uh, you can maybe in ten minutes because the vinegar is yeah. a chemical reaction yeah. with metal, <laughs> so better avoid. It. But yeah. you can eat inside white and outside with gold, and it's so no problem. Uh, okay. Uh, but the gold color cannot put in microwave because it's a metal. No. It's a real gold yeah, color. In the past, due to the embargo policy, uh, the Hong Kong government need us to put every stamp on our product to certify oh, it's see, come yes. from us. Yes. So we had to apply for the certificate of Hong Kong origin to prove all the work done in Hong Kong. But right now, many people come, they like to check to have our brand name. Yes. <laughs> because our name, YT, become a famous brand of Hong Kong product. <laughs> now, you said that um, there's an exhibition that's currently going on yeah, at Shartin, uh, yeah. at the Hong Kong Heritage Museum. Yeah. It's a history about porcelain painting factory in Hong Kong. You can see the history, how, how many years we have porcelain factory, and we are the first one, and now we are the last one. Yes, tell me about that. So um, basically you've been here for the past 90 years. It's extraordinary. 1928. I mean, in, yeah, so different, different premises, but, but you've managed to be different successful. Government. Now what happens? Now this 
industry becoming declining or maybe die call dying because low success. So we are lucky we still have two or three other painters to continue painting. But they will be retired maybe in two or three years. So that there will be no more painting portion. That at that time we had to sell our stock. But our kind of decorative porcelain have very good teaching training in Canton. We are originally from Canton, but now this kind of decoration promoting very well in Canton, in Kongzhou. Many schools teaching the young people about porcelain painting. Maybe at that time I had sought for the help to do the, the painting in China, in Kongzhou, instead of in Hong Kong. The factory may not close down, but maybe the process of hand painting may be close down. But we still continue with our decal transfer paper printing. This is rather easy. You can see now many processes on the table. So uh, these are the ones that are on the sponges? Yeah, uh, sponges beside the sponges. Paper yeah. transfer tool. Uh, to uh, skills. Will be done by him or me. Uh, <laughs> you, also, you also hand paint? Yeah, I, yeah I, I specially go to learn painting because I thought, well, my, my husband is a, a porcelain factory. Uh, uh, successor, and I should know at least I should know porcelain painting. So I start really go to paint start from 2012, and and then I study and and I have a certificate uh, as a, a member for international porcelain artists. Do you have you always stayed loyal to your own products when you're eating at dinner, or do you sometimes go to IKEA? IKEA, oh. <laughs> Well, IKEA is different products, and we we use some of them, but uh, mainly we we treasure our painting, yes. yeah. And some expensive uh, hand paint we will uh, put it in the shelf for yeah. decoration. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. Um, and obviously, this is very specialist. Your hand painting, you're using gold as a fill, so this is very specialist stuff. But if mainstream tourists want to come and, or it, when I say tourists, I mean people like me who's just Any just, visitor, just yeah, welcome, just come yeah. from Hong. Kong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there stuff here that is actually affordable for... Affordable for some low prices. Mm -hmm. uh, the cost is low and no gold, they are low prices. Yeah, it's affordable. Huh. price is moderate. <laughs> you can see although it's a little higher than the, 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 the supermarket items. Oh, yeah, of course. Higher than the IKEA. Yeah. Uh, this is sure. <laughs> but it's slightly better looking too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will see. Just uh, slightly higher, not, not, not very much. It's affordable. Yes. Yeah. The layout is really, you know, you've got all these stacks of vases and then you'll have pill boxes and tea pots and then stacks of plates and dishes. And I love the fact that you're actually going past the artists who yeah. are making these products. I mean, it's, yeah. it's such an education as we, as we come through. So I do hope that you last quite a lot longer. We, we or do will try, yeah. yeah. We are, we, we, I think this is a Hong Kong culture, mm. uh, so it's part of our duty or mission to carry on if if uh, as uh, time allow place allow we still alive because uh, people appreciate uh, old uh, generation hand painting porcelain so we ha still have a chance to survive and yeah. i've just looked at the blue and white is that a hexagonal the, yeah, middle, the blue and white is called under blue they have to fire much higher temperature we cannot 
do the firing up to 1,200. So this all have to import it from other factories. Yes. Hong Kong, there are lots of Westerners, they interest in the pool and wine. So yes. we offer tableware, the garden seat, umbrella stand. Yes, these garden seats are lovely, aren't they? I love blue and white. I don't know what it is. I've got a couple of bookends. Uh, with it's actually Chinese figures reading books, oh, and and it's nice. just so lovely, yeah, to look at. Adds a bit of class to the living room because my um, actual television stand is just price right, but I have this nice blue and white, so that raises oh. the price. <laughs> well, we have uh, this kind of big uh, teapot or the small one over there yes. with a dragon mouth uh, teapot. Very interesting items. So you have very much Chinese. I mean, I can see everywhere here there's lots of Chinese yeah. traditional. But do you then, when people come in with modern designs, do you then... We accept. Yeah. We accept and we modify or we try to do what they, they like. Mm. Yeah. We are also designer for them. Are yes. you still able to find... Yeah. I mean, the beautiful... I always love the wonderful jade colour. I don't know what's that called oh, on porcelain. Jade colour. We have done some special jade Grace for Peninsula Hotel. Do you still get hotel contracts? Yes, yeah. yes, we have uh, all uh, five-star hotels in Hong Kong, Peninsula, Mandarin, and even the Grand Hyatt six-star hotel, they are still buying from us. Oh, super. Yeah. And uh, also, when we look back at how your grandfather would have done the technique, has that changed? Has that evolved in 90 years? In fact, the technique of decoration is the same. Only the process, the way of painting, will change. Because by solely all hand painted, by the only at that time all the outline can only done by the wheel, the master. If he's personalized in the fish design, no other painter dare to work for the fish. Other will be do other chicken design or dragon design. Now you've got a, a lovely yeah. vase up at the back here, which has got flowers on it. It's turquoise. It's pink. Mm. It's got different circles mm. in it and yellow down the bottom. Mm. If you're painting something like that. Mm. Can you just swap paint to paint to paint, or do you have to do turquoise, let it dry, pink, let it dry? The skillful worker, they can paint the design right away, when the person And just change paint, change, keep changing paint, no problem. Yeah. The newcomer, they yeah. had to oh, yeah. make the, uh, they had to use a ruler, compass, yes. the measure. <laughs> I think it is incredible when you see, I mean, my uh, yeah. father for many years worked as a draftsman. And even when he did his and continues to do his line drawings, he was able to draw a straight line. You mean freehand? Yeah, no ruler. Oh, and that's uh, experience. Yeah, by experience. Um, so that was interesting to see also oh, with are. your masters there. Yeah. You know what what age they come, but they had come when they were teenage. Yeah. And all this amazing. Decades. Yeah, and they have a very royalty to our factory. Yes, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think that also shows. Yeah. I think that's lovely, even as a separate history, the fact that you've got this unified team. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. also we, we, we united uh, some couples in the marriage in our factory. There's a lot of romance yeah. around here, yeah, isn't there? A lot of romance, <laughs> yeah. So you're here with a group of your Japanese friends? Yes, yes um, we, uh, we are a group of 10, 10, 11. Yeah. And why do you enjoy coming here? Some of us are living at China. We, we live in China. Uh, Shenzhen. Uh, we crossed the border and came here. So do you buy, you know, for, is it for presents or? Um, some of us are going back to Japan and uh, as a uh, memory, uh, we, we buy the 
They they come nearly every morning. They bring their different friends. They enjoy the journey. And at the bottom, we've got all of these piles of. These are for soy sauce and little condiments. There's also ashtrays. Um, so piles down the bottom here, all separately decorated. Some beautiful octagonal and all this beautiful and also square flowers with hand painting. All of them have uh, lovely borders yeah, um, yeah. that have been hand painted on. And now you can see the queue. Uh, before firing, we we will fill uh, all the dishes after uh, decoration. Uh, full, full of the queue, and then we close the door and turn on the button, and then it's 800 degrees Celsius for eight hours. And after that, then we cool down another eight hours. So, I mean, I actually heard about uh, yeah. Yutung China Works through yeah. Mrs. Mahini Gidamol, and she had a very early shop at Ocean Terminal Townhouse, Townhouse. yes, which, of yeah. course, is much, much bigger now. But she started it off with a, a business friend, and they would have nice things, you know, for, for your homes and, and a bit of interior design, this sort of thing. And she said to me that uh, Yutung had helped with a dinner set for the U.S. singer Danny Kay. So this is how I first heard about it, you see. So that was back in about... About 62, something like that. It's a kidimo. Oh, it's a kind lady. It's the first Indian a lady we trained. At that time, in Ocean Terminal, she had a small shop mm. in the name of Townhouse, but she doing, at that time, quite a good business because at that time, lots of big steamers uh, come to Hong Kong, especially the American Navy, come to Hong Kong for vacation. So they sell to the American Navy, all the European tourists, and also the British Army or the Navy. So they, at that time, they should have a very good business. And some of the design we still working uh, come from the collection of Mrs. Kittim. <laughs> My father, he started the direct trade with the local markets in the early 1960s. So he met Mrs. Kittim, the townhouse uh, in Ocean Terminal. <laughs> My thanks to Joseph Cho and Ruby Yip Cho. I also got to meet Joseph's father, Mr. Cho Wing Shoi, who's now 94. I do recommend that you go to the Yutdong China Works, which is open six days a week to see all the different porcelain and the artists at work. And both Joseph and Ruby will be happy to see you there. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. <laughs>